This is a podcast from Sin Media. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Morning. Hello. It is 11.01 in 35 seconds. Yeah, nice. Does that make us late? We're late every week. Last week was four minutes. Well, Weeks before. Not that. every week. Yeah. Can't really remember. But Eddie, it's exciting. We've got... Another big show. Well, you've got to tell people what the show, the name of the show is first. Oh, Breaking Bread with Gus and Fred. Ed. Ed. We've got a massive show today, Eddie. Um, you know how I like uh, finding eclectic people. You told me to call them eclectic Eclectic earlier. is Eclectic is, a, uh, I think, the most astute name for them, yes. Astute? Yes. <laughs> Who are you trying to impress on here, mate? No one. Yeah. All right, well, I thought it was quite astute for me to find an eclectic person again. Uh, last week we had... Who did we have last week? We had the White Witch of Gumtree. The White Witch um, of Glenaris. Gumtree. Oh, yeah. yeah, of Gumtree. Of Gumtree. And uh, this week we have someone who probably eclipses the White Witch in terms of just sheer uniqueness. Well, he, he hopes to be the most unique of them all, that's, that's for sure. We're talking about a man who... Um, is a professional clapper. Mm-hmm. He claims to be the second loudest clapper in the world um, behind number one. He claps it... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you to see how loud his claps are because he's going to have an interview with us about his upcoming world record attempt. Um, he's going to demonstrate how he claps and teach us a thing or two about clapping. Yeah, Eddie. so we, we do have that to look forward to. Um, as every week, we will answer a few of your questions that you send in, and you can always send them in via our socials, which once again are mine are at Eggs Goldsmith, and yours are Gus. At Milkshake Funk. No, that was my old one. At Gus McDonough. At Gus McDonough. Thank McDonough. you very much. And uh, like we did in week one... Send me your bank details and I'll send you money. No, we're and not again, doing we're that doing anymore. We're doing a big giveaway. We're to, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're not allowed to do that. Uh, all right. Don't well, send us anything. Okay, but just contact us on our on our Instagram. Send us a question and we'll get them answered. Okay, to kick off the show, this is uh, Alfonso with Be Mine on Sin 90.7. This is Breaking Bread. I'll give you with, money. You're send me your bank details right now. With Gus and Ed. Due to some confusing, boring legal stuff, Sin can't podcast any of the knee-slapping tracks that are played on air. To dance along with us in the studio, you'll need to listen live. Tune your radio dial to 90.7 or stream it online at sin.org.au. That was Be Mine by Alfonso, um, an up-and-coming band. And Eddie, uh, did you know I used to be in that I did know that. Well, not in Alfonso, but before when they were just mucking around. Uh, First year out of school, and then we split up. I was on the keys. I wanted to do a cover of the nosebleed section. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? And there. What do you mean? It's perfect. It's already. It's already a good song. Yeah, but I I thought that you could integrate more um, synth music into it. Okay. Um, And they kicked me out. So, oh, weird that they're having all fact. this success and had a show at the Evelyn the other night and you're not in the band. Mm. In some forms of genius, uh, uh, you know, some people can't handle. <laughs> that was a great sentence of you being able to explain how smart you are. <laughs> I know, I was stuffed that one up, didn't I? So we're, we're going to uh, launch into an interview we uh, conducted this morning 
um, with someone I found online again. You got to uh, stop. You got to stop finding people on like off Gumtree or online. Like we got to find normal interviews. I can't stop. Do you know what I do in my spare time? This. I don't know why I keep letting you do it as well. Some of the search terms I type in are just disgusting. Okay. So we found the second loudest clapper in the world. Is that confirmed? Uh, by him, yeah. He did. I think so. He's, a, he's a loud. He's a loud clapper that lives in Australia. So he might be the loudest clapper in Australia. His maybe. YouTube videos have taken off. People are obsessed. Okay. Who are we interviewing? We're into interviewing Damien Hooper, the second loudest clapper in the world, about the clapping scene, how to clap, and his world record attempt coming up. Let's hear from Damo. My name is Damien Hooper. I'm uh, originally from Melbourne, currently living in South Australia. I am uh, an avid clapper and actually, uh, as we speak, trying to take over Alistair, uh, Alistair Gablin uh, and his world record of loudest clap in the world. All right. That's my goal. That's my goal. That's fantastic, Damien. And, and how loud is that? Yes, yeah, so his clap is 113 decibels. Currently, my clap is sitting around 110 decibels, and your average birthday party clap is around 90. Your sporting event would be 95. So you can, that gives you a bit of an understanding of how loud my clap is compared to his. So it's, it's loud, but not that loud, if you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'll, get there, I'll get there next year. So 110 decibels, uh, what would be an equivalent sound for that? I know you gave us the, mm. the birthday reference around 90, but we're not, we're not worried about that amateur business. Could you give us a, maybe yeah, a point yeah. of reference for what 110 decibels would, would be like? Yeah, is that like is clapping that at a rock concert? or? No, so a good example that everyone can sort of relate to would be if you're standing 1.5 metres from a circular saw with the trigger fully pulled on, that's around your 110 decibels. So that gives you an idea about how loud my clap is. So you're standing 1.5 metres away from a circular saw, just your corded standard electric... It is, it is. It's pretty loud. I, I, pretty I, was, I was going to say I could give you an example over the, over the line here, but um, yeah. don't want to damage any equipment. Exactly. We'll, we'll get to that towards the end. So how, how did you get into the clapping scene? I mean, is it something that you're, you're born with, a gift, or, or can you learn it? Yeah, it's, it's a good question uh, and a little bit touchy. I was, I was forced into the sport. Uh, my father has vicariously lived through me. Uh, he's a shoelace technician, uh, but never had the opportunity because of his low-income job to pursue his dream. And so when I was born, he forced it upon me, and uh, he actually trained me from a young age. So uh, I was certainly not born with the skill. I, I had to learn it. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And there's quite a community of clappers, I, I imagine. The clapping oh, scene. There, there is. It's, 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 uh, it's a lonely endeavour. It certainly is a lonely endeavour. Um, lots of people don't uh, recognise how much skill is involved in the sport. Um, there is a small, tight-knit community, and we really do have to leverage uh, each other's support to, well, to, to get through and, and stick to it. It's, uh, yeah, it, it can be um, quite lonely at times. Yeah. Um, Damien, I'm just just curious because it sounds like you've had to sacrifice quite a bit to get to where you are today. Um, so kudos to you. Uh, but has has clapping ever really gotten you out of a, a certain situation? Is is there anything that you would um you would describe as being you wouldn't have been able to do if it wasn't for clapping? Oh, clap well, that's one of them. 
<laughs> that is a great question. That is, that's an excellent question. Clapping really has, uh, well, I suppose not, not so much gotten me out of um, situations, but rather uh, helped me flourish in other um, social situations. For example, um, I'm, I'm quite a reserved man, uh, quite shy in social settings, but my class at a birthday party, I start clapping along to the, um, to the celebrant, and, and people turn and say, well, gosh, Damien, you've got a loud clap, and that starts conversation, and that, that starts... Um, that starts a friendship, and actually, to be honest with you, it's how I met my wife. Uh, she heard me clapping, oh, really? was impressed, and um, yeah, so yeah, that, that's how we met. <laughs> Crazy oh. as it sounds. What an incredible man. Yeah, I suppose so. And what an incredible interview. Yeah, well, Eddie, that's you only... You can't tell me that you don't enjoy me finding those people for you. <laughs> I do enjoy it, but I do enjoy it quite a bit. But that's only half the interview. We do have a little bit more uh, left to go, where Damien's going to talk a little bit about, uh, I guess... Our clapping techniques. He's going to give us a few tips and a few pointers, and um, hopefully can help you guys out at home. But uh, in the yeah. meantime, I mean, I mean, just a, he he's up against Alistair Ga- Gablin. I don't know who that is. I don't well, think anyone knows who that is. Well, the loudest clapper in Australia. Oh, okay. One hundred thirteen decibels. You weren't listening to Damo's thing. But yeah, one hundred thirteen decibels is loud. So one point five meters away from a bandsaw. The velvet sledgehammer, they call him. The velvet sledgehammer. Smooth as velvet, but hard as a sledgehammer. Okay, the velvet's a... Alex Gablin. And um, just to give you a bit of context, Damo's clapping we at 110. You, uh, you could maybe show us a few techniques. Are you playing music over the top of me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm paying me to shut up? <laughs> yeah, essentially, that's what I'm telling you to do. Uh, all right, well... We've got a whole other half of the interview where people can find, find all this information out. I can't believe you would do that to me. It's all right. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. Can I just talk for a Welcome back. You're listening to Breaking Bread with Gus and Fred. Gus um, and Ed. Ed. And that was Jamiroquai with a song. L- called Little L. Called Little Elves. You have them in front of you. I, I don't have them. Well, you should. I have a blank word document in front of me. That's, that's <laughs> what I come to every session with. Fantastic. And if, if you're just joining us, uh, we've been speaking to Damien Hooper, the second loudest clapper in Australia or maybe even the world or the oceanic region. Um, and he's been talking about his upcoming world record attempt uh, where he's trying to knock off the number one seed, Alistair Gablin, uh, who claps at 113 decibels, which is approximately seven decibels quieter than a chainsaw. So, my goodness. Well, we that, actually have a few questions that'd be so annoying. that have come in about, about Damien. Yep. Um, so, George um, from Turak. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does Damien measure rec- uh, slash record the decibels of his clap? Is he looking for a recording assistant? George, I don't know, but I will pass your details on. It would need to be uh, pretty good equipment to handle those kind of decibels. You'd imagine so. Well, I mean, talking apparently is... Uh, about eight, 60 to 70 decibels. Really? And, and, I mean, aircraft... or It gets painful over the 125 decibel threshold. So, I mean, he's only 15 decibels off actually being a weapon. Well, if you want to clap like Damien, then he's going to give us a few pointers. So, he didn't want to give away any trade secrets, but we did ask him a few questions. So, here's the second half of that interview. Mm. 
we Thanks, were wondering guys. if you, um, you could maybe show us a few techniques to improve our clapping. Obviously, we, we won't be as, mm. as good as you, but just so we can maybe get that extra edge at a birthday party or, or a concert or what have you and really stand out above the rest. Yeah. Do you have any clapping techniques or, or tips that you might be able to help us with? And just, just note, our, our equipment can only handle probably an 80 decibel, so you're probably mid-range kind of clap. Yeah, certainly. And look, I, I should say on the onset um, before I start beginning about te- talking about technique is that I don't want to give away any trades in this industry. Yeah. Um, but talking about your 80 decibel range, sure, at a birthday party, important to keep your hands at, roughly speaking, 90 degree angle. Lots of people try and clap <laughs> and their hands meet exactly uh, as in a mould to the other hand. Um, that's that's one big error that I always see at birthday parties, yeah. um, particularly at weddings as well, actually, now that I think of it. So it's important to actually get clap, make the palms connect at 90 degrees, if that makes sense. And if you excuse me, I'll put uh, my phone on loudspeaker and, and give you a demonstration if you want. Yeah, well, absolutely. Means. That'd be great. Yeah, hey, guys, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah we can still hear you. That's, that's only about 65 decibels. Obviously, it takes some time to warm up, um, but it gives you an understanding. That's that's half of my best. Yeah, and that was yeah. that was it wasn't it wasn't the loudness so much that no. that was impressive. It was more the volume. So even yeah. though that it was loud, it had such a presence on air. Yeah, it was crisp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that that's probably just from your hands being the same shape as each other. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to give it a go, and you can tell me how I'm doing. Sure. What did you think of that? Look, very hard to uh, say over the phone without looking at your technique, but by the sound of your clap, it looks like your, your elbows are locked. You need they to are. relax they your were. elbows. They were, they were locked. They were yeah. locked. And, and you know what? And he wasn't, his hands weren't matching. They were, they, were, he, they were trying to match into his palm, so his one hand, his fingers were slapping his palm, which to me seems like a no-go. You're, just, you're, you're wasting so much space and surface area that could yeah. be made for a slap. So check this out, Damien. Check this one out. And I have smaller hands. Yeah, very small hands. Oh, wow. Oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot better than mine. All right, so, Damien, you've got your world record coming up. Can we give our audience um, some info about when that's going down and, and where they might be able to see you clap, if it's online or if it's in person at, at a shopping mall or... Where's this record yeah. attempt taking place? Yeah, so it's... And thanks for bringing it up, Gus. So it's it's actually taking place Greensboro Shopping Plaza, 2019, January the 3rd. So uh, for those interested, uh, meet me at Greensboro Plaza. There's going to be quite a crowd there. Um, if, you don't, if you're not there early, you may not get in kind of thing. The line's going to be quite long. But, um, yeah, please. And please, they would, they would get to meet you, and, meet you and shake your hand? Certainly. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, that's right. All right, that's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking some time out of your day, Damien. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you. Um, And hopefully, uh, good luck with everything on January 3rd. Maybe maybe we give him a little round of applause to... uh, Just a little round of applause. Just a little one. Thank you so much, guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on the show.
Cheers. Uh, thanks, Damien. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, Damien. What a legend. And I, I will point out he was uh, Gus's uh, local community hero legend for this week. He refused to say it, uh, something about um, some media rules that that he didn't want to contravene. Mate, he didn't refuse to say it. You just forgot to ask him. He refused to say it. It was a legal, <laughs> legal thing, a legal media law thing. But, Eddie, I mean... We're on a bit of a run here, learning everyday skills from people. A couple of weeks ago, we learned how to laugh as well on air. We learned how to clap today. Mm-hmm. We didn't learn any potions last week, and we didn't learn how to hunt ghosts. Yeah. Or how to find cats. This is getting weird, isn't it? Yeah, when you when you say it all, all like that, it gets a bit weird. I mean, I'm, I'm just doing some research here uh, while I was listening to this. At 200 decibels, you die. Your your lungs explode. Uh, Wait, is that you, like you pro- projecting two hundred, or like your uh, you couldn't physically? But is so like <laughs> how do your lungs explode if you're experiencing two hundred decibels? Because of the increased pressure, uh, or alternatively, an air embolism occurs in your lungs, which then travels to your heart and kills you. So you can have sonic weapons that you they manufacture and. And they are deployed as weapons to kill people. I mean, that's only double of Damien's claps. Less than double. I mean, he he improves well, himself by double, two. Double is quite a lot. Yeah, but I mean, he's already at on. he's already at peak performance, and you're asking him to double his double that. Well, if he if he went through an intensive three year process whereby he tried to at a rapid rate increase the sound of his claps, he could kill someone, <laughs> hypothetically. I don't think he could, no. Okay, well, it's just... I think that's unrealistic. I don't think you should be encouraging anyone to do that. Oh, no, you you often say this to me, that I'm encouraging this and that. I'm not encouraging sonic weapons. I'm just saying that they are. They exist. <laughs> they exist and they are being. So who do you have? Do you have anything lined up for next week or are we just going to, is it a surprise again? Uh, well, I'm still, t- I, I actually got a response from the man who um, was on Gumtree and tickles people's feet for money. Yeah. So he would put Eddie's feet in a clamp, like a guillotine. For yes, Vember. You have to keep, you have to give context for the people that don't listen every week. Oh, there isn't much context. Okay, but no, there's yeah, Yes yeah. Vember. Yes Vember, where Eddie has to say yes to everything. Um, I ask him. And so far, it's been all of these interviews. No. Right. Um, and it's gotten weird. I wanted to get someone from Gumtree, pay him money to come in, put Eddie's feet in a clamp and tickle them for, for money. And uh, he didn't respond, so I thought it was done. He responded to me recently. And you're right, it was a sexual thing. So we're, I'm no longer talking to him. So, but you just said he On responded. a professional level. Okay. So do you have anything set up for next week? Uh, I think I'm going to get someone to come in and try and teach us how to cry. I've also found a person who <laughs> impersonates Santa Claus poorly. Okay. Um, so he could come in and entertain us. He's cheap. He's uh, not... Not working at the moment, but uh, he has the suit, and uh, and he doesn't he isn't certified. But yeah, shouldn't have to be certified to be sent. Or maybe you're working with children's check. All right. Yeah, but that's a great thing. We're not children, so 
<laughs> okay. Um, well, as always, we're going to be answering your questions just after this. So if you do want to ask us any questions, you can hit us up on our socials. I'm at Eggs Goldsmith. He's at Gus McDonough. Yep. Um, you can also hit us up on LinkedIn at uh, Ed Gus Breaking Bread. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've been Couldn't locked even out get... of that account. So. Yeah. Well, I. Okay. Well, this is Sasquatch with your love. This is Sin 90.7. Uh, this is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed. Welcome back. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed. What did we just hear, Gus? That was uh, two two more music songs um, from Jamiroquai and... No, Jamiroquai was two, like three songs ago. <sighs> so that was what we just heard was Stro Elliott with Virginia Woolf. And before that was Your Love mm-hmm. by Sasquatch. I was in the bathroom. That's why you're doing this to me. Well, you should have it in front of you. We do this every week. It's not like you don't have to read out the songs. Yeah. And we... We are getting some texts through, Eddie. I'm going to ignore you. And um, I got one through from our guest, Damien. Yes. Who says, forgot to say the uh, on the Community Hero Legend for this week. He said, hi, Gus and Eddie. Thanks for this morning. was a lot of fun. If you could also tell your audience, I will be conducting a laughter masterclass on June 13, 2019 at Eltham College. Damien said that. Damien said He's that. He's running a, ma- a laughter masterclass, but I thought Jim Lord well, he, was our... He calls it a laughter class. Like, yeah. Okay, but do, isn't Jim Lord the uh, laughter oh, specialist? Oh, I mean a clapping okay. masterclass, right. not a laughter ma- I'm getting confused between the guests that we have on okay. again. So what does he call the class? It's not a clap It's not a clap to class because that doesn't make any sense. No, he calls it claptomania. Right. That's, yeah. actually, that's a good name. Yeah. Um, so that'll be happening on June 13th, 2019 at Oldham College. Tickets, $89. Uh, you can get them for... $89? <laughs> what? Why are, they, <laughs> why are they so expensive? Well, he, he, he right, covers, he covers his overheads. Okay. His costs. His overheads? He's got to take his two hands. Where's he insured his hands? Okay, whatever. There's we're moving on. We're moving on. involved. <laughs> we're moving on. Um, so we get, we're at the point of the week where we answer all your questions, uh, which is getting more and more popular. So I guess yeah. more people are listening to the show. So we do have questions from the people this week. $89 for the back row seats. All right. <laughs> Questions from the people. If you want to get any yeah. last-minute questions in, you can uh, hit us up on socials. I'm at Eggs Goldsmith. He is at Gus McDonough. Mm. Um, so, first question for this week is for you, Gus. Ooh. So, this is from Nick from Cranburn. Uh, he says... Nick? Uh, Nick. Nick or Mick? Nick. Okay. Nick from Cranburn. Did any of the bad guys in Scooby-Doo actually commit a crime? That's easy. The skinny one with the... Uh with the green shirt and the wild hair, possession of a banned substance. <laughs> okay, that was vague. <laughs> you know the the one that hangs out with the big dog? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, moving on. He's a little wired. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, could you please rank the Friends characters from best to worst? Uh, this is from... Uh, someone going by the moniker of Pencil Pirate. The moniker? The moniker. That is yes. really funny by you. Did you write that down? No. Because Monica is one of the characters. Oh, no. That was... No, Monica Monica is an M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that was was actually really fun. That was good. It wasn't ha-ha funny. Like, it wasn't like a clown funny. Okay, we don't... It was like, huh, that's kind of funny. Feels like a personal attack. (laughs) So, could you please... Okay, who do you you have number one? I've I've written mine down. 
Um, number one, I I still I think is kind of most people's number one. And mine. Oh, do you want to do it at the same time? Yeah, three, two, one. Joey. Chandler. Ooh. Joey. Joey for sure. Joey's dumb. So he's lovable. Nah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll respect that. I don't think it's everyone's favourite, though. I think it's a lot of people's favourite. Uh, he kind of plays a bit too dumb. Maybe. Yeah. I had uh, Chandler. Yeah. Despite the the fact that sometimes his sarcasm gets a bit, you know, it's like, yeah. I, I know you're uh, sardonic. I like, really like Chandler. He's in my top three. Yeah. Yeah. That's not that great. Well, there's no, only it's six out of, of them. Yeah, there's only six of them. Yeah. But I had, I had, I had Joey, um, and then it's kind of like a tie between Rachel and Chandler, just because mm. I feel like, I like Chandler, Chandler's like the funniest one, so he has the most jokes written for him. But I also still really like Jay- Rachel. I think she's really funny. Then, um, then it'd probably Why don't be you Mario. Then, uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, and then I suppose it'd be Joey, Rachel, yep. Chandler. Or you can switch those two if you really want to. Yeah. Um, then probably Phoebe, Ross, Monica. Or yeah, Monica, Ross. No, no, no. So, so you don't like Monica? No, no. Just okay. really intense. It's more, A lot of it is the high-pitched voice and um, the... I, I suppose I'm not I'm not a very organised person and she's super organised and I find that very annoying. Yeah. If you could watch Friends but her voice has been dubbed over by a deeper voice, for example, a, a Barry White. Probably not a Barry White. Yeah. But uh, that would be interesting. But okay. maybe like maybe just less scratchy and I'd be pretty chill. Scratchy. Yeah. Oh There's God, a lot of... Scre- Monica does a lot of screaming. They all do a lot of screaming now I think about it. Yeah. You think about it for a bit too long. But there's a lot of screaming that goes on. Oh, no. I've actually never watched the show. Oh. Um, any more questions, Eddie? I haven't. Oh, I've got one. Carrying on like a pork chop. Why do people say carrying on like a pork chop? And this question's actually... <laughs> well, in fact, no, I'll give it to you first. Do you know why? No, I don't. Can you guess? Uh, if I was to hazard a guess, it would be maybe... Um, Something to do with like baby lambs or something, or what? I don't know. Pork chop, baby lamb. Oh no the uh, the expression is often thought to allude to the spluttering noise of a pork chop that is being fried. So Except it's carrying on while it gets fried. Hold on, a baby lamb couldn't be a pork chop anyway because pork is from pig. So that wouldn't make that doesn't matter. Doesn't yeah, make I didn't. Anyway. I didn't even pick up on that. What about buffhead? You know, buffhead. Um, have you ever get, got called buffhead? Yeah, you would have. Yeah, yeah. I uh, no, I don't. I don't know why it's called buffhead. Yeah, well, buffhead derives from buffle-headed, which is having a head like a buffalo. Um, a full blockhead, stupid fellow. So you oh. would have. I thought it had to do with like haircuts or something. No, bufflehead has disappeared from standard English, but survives in its Australian form, buffhead. So. Buffhead, you're actually referring to them as as a buffalo-headed creature. Oh, that's not very nice. Mm, It's not, is it? No. Um, Is it true that Pinot Noir is peanut of the night? That is true. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. No. Next. Um, Is it true that the very bottom of the banana is called the bananas? (laughs) (laughs) I want to believe that one's true, so I'm going to go yes. True. 
It is yeah, now. I'm, go- I'm gonna go Trezor. It is now. Yeah. Sure. That was from Jack R. From his dad's place. Um, what is uh, the best underrated Netflix series by? Uh, this is from Ruddich the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Ruddich or Ratich? Ruddich or Ratwich? Ruddich. Okay. Um, I, I really enjoyed Broadchurch. Uh, it's set in somewhere in the Northern Hemisphere, and um, it's Again, about vague. it's a who done it. Yeah. Well, like so, like Cluedo. No, just like a murder mystery kind of thing. Oh, okay. Really well done. It has uh, that girl from Peep Show and that guy from something else, and uh, and it has a, a number of episodes spanning a couple of seasons. Okay. There you go. Um, I would say Daredevil, although it's not really underrated. Some people, like, you know, if you're into that kind of scene, mm. some people really like it. It's more of a crime drama. It's a superhero thing. Kind of, but it's not really. It's not really superhero. It's more of a crime drama. Were you Were you quite saddened to hear that um, Stanley St- passed Stan away? Stanley had passed away. Yeah, it was pretty upsetting. But he was pretty old. Like he was. Like, he was ninety five. Oh, ninety five. It was like ninety four or ninety five. Yeah. Wow. He was. Yeah. He had a. He had a good run. And I think they filmed like a lot of his things, and he's contributed a lot to the world. So yeah, it was a sad passing. But, you should you know. do a tribute to him right now. Um. Thanks. Thank you. Stan. All that you did, Stanley. Thank you. Yeah, I, we appreciate you. Some things you. you just wish you had have told them while they were still around. Yep. Yeah. You never got the opportunity. No. Uh, and this last question is from Colette. Do you feel like bolognese for dinner? Yes. Colette or comet? Comet. <laughs> Colette. Ah. Yeah. Do you feel like bolognese for dinner? Gus, do you feel like bolognese for dinner? Yep. I'll have anything you're cooking. Comet. Comet. Uh, that seems mean. Um, well, those are your questions for this week. Weird once again. Uh, I'm not sure if we're really going to be getting away from any of those. Can we stop with the genitalia thing as well? And the dad stuff. M- most of, not, okay, most of probably, the questions... Okay, we probably shouldn't say don't do those two together, but a lot of people are asking why their dad left them, and we don't know. We don't know. We can't help you. I'm sorry. Yeah, and, and stuff about why am I so angry? Why, why do I hate everything? Lighten up. Yeah. This is meant to be a happy show. This is Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed on Sin 90.7. This is Leon Bridges with Better Man. And welcome back. That was two more songs. That was Slum Sociable with... Slushable? Slum. Slum. Slum Sociable with All Night. And at the top was Leon Bridges with Better Man. Yeah, that's it, Eddie. And um, Eddie, I don't know if you know this, but... Our show is on a Saturday. I do know at this. At 11 a.m. It is. Every week. Yeah. For the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And we like to be your springboard into your weekend, mm-hmm. into the Saturday and into your weekend. We want you to enjoy. Your, I mean, it's a beautiful day outside. We're sitting at only 49% humidity, which is less than half. We actually can't see outside, so we're we're being told that it is this. There I'm are no windows. A lot of text here. messages saying this is a blinder of a day. The big G upstairs is turning it up. Okay. That's what I'm getting. So we we like to finish with a little what's on segment um for your Saturday. These things are some, most of them are on Saturday, some of them one of them is not. 
So, Eddie, do you want to? Yes. So off? on this week, we do we do actually have the Slut Walk March. It is the at the State Library of Victoria at two p.m. that rallies against the notion of victim blaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Halloumi Festival. Uh, not sure where it is. Do not go if you don't like. You don't know where it is. Uh, no. How are we supposed to tell people what's on if you don't know where the Halloumi Festival is? Well, I'm sure if you stop off and ask someone, they'll tell you. Or Google it. Google it. Well, that defeats the whole uh, purpose of telling people. Hey, I'm, I'm not your dad. <laughs> okay. You Google it. <laughs> All right. Uh, live music Saturdays at Paran Market. <laughs> no one hasn't <laughs> got a time either. Why do I get to... Like, okay, you get the Halloumi Festival and I get Paran Market. Yeah, that's okay. wrong. Maybe the Halloumi Festival... No, it's probably not. Cheltenham Cat Rescue Open Day at My Pet Warehouse in Murrumbina. Get a cat, bring it to the studio, and we'll give it airtime. Give the cat airtime. Give the cat airtime. Okay, I'm not sure if we can actually do that. Um, Damien Hooper, Claptomania at Eltham College on the 13th of June, 2019. Only $89 a ticket. That's (laughs) not this weekend. No, it's on June 13th, 2019. It's not this weekend. Yeah, but you can get on Ticket Tech, Ticketmaster, get yourself a ticket, get down there. Get clapping, get infected. We've just it's been told. We've just got a message telling us um, when the Halloumi festival is. Ah, oh. yeah. Uh, it don't is a... don't read it out. I, I think that we can run out. No, it starts in here. an hour. It's on Ligon Street in Brunswick East. That's from Kate. Ah, oh. right. Yeah. Thank you, Kate. Yeah. And lastly, uh, the shamanic galactic sound healing journey begins at 5pm. Receive the new divine light codes, higher light frequencies and light body DNA ascension upgrades that will expand your consciousness. Join some friendly space cowboys, Eddie, and get some upgrades. Get Receive upgrades. Cool. <laughs> I'm super glad that... Uh... Some cosmic cowboys. Okay. Um, well, this has been a great show. Uh, this has been Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed. As always, you can always uh, join the conversation online mm. uh, and hit us up on LinkedIn. Um, and you can hit, catch me at our socials. I'm at Eggs Goldsmith. He's at Gus McDonough. Uh, if you want to learn how to clap or if you want to learn how to laugh, then check out some of our other shows. We've started podcasting all of them. Uh, and next week, I think we're going to learn how to cry. So we've learned how to laugh, live, love, laugh, cry. Um, it's going to be a healthy cry. Eventually die. Well, no. Hopefully. Um, but this has been Breaking Bread with Gus and Ed. And, uh, you can Let's find send them us... off with a clap, Eddie. <laughs> you can find us on LinkedIn. You've been listening to a Sin Media Podcast. Previously heard live on Sin 90.7. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye.